welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of the Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, we're going to be talking about overcoming challenges in our relationships and how we can heal those issues that crop up from time to time in our relationship. And I've got a really great expert guest today. Her name is Pooja Shah. She's a relationship healing coach. So welcome, Pooja. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. And that was a great introduction. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, Pooja has been on the show before. Previously, we talked about um, the the Wonder Woman toolkit in, in terms of overcoming marital challenges. But in today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more around the healing side of things. So how did you get involved and what, what, what sparked your interest in this direction, Pooja? Well, the way I got involved into it is, as I mentioned before, as well in a previous podcast, is I have had a difficult childhood when I saw my parents were failing at their marriage. And the, the first thing that came to my mind was, I don't want to get married. However, I did get married. I am 12 years into marriage. And I saw certain patterns from my parents' marriage into my marriage. And I did not want to stay with that. I wanted to heal those patterns in my relationship. And this is what sparked, um, like I was looking for answers. And this is where I found energy medicine, which is a way of finding out what is blocking your relationships and what can I do to heal that? Excellent. So I think quite often we're not consciously aware that these blockages are even in place that are affecting and impacting our relationships, are we? No, we are not. Well, that's so rightly said, Lynn, that we are not even aware, like, what is the energy block that we have in our relationships? But the one true way to find whether you do have a relationship block or not is, is there anything that is bothering you on your day-to-day -day life within your relationships? Then there are blocks. This is how I, this is how I view it. So I think, you know, we're not talking about, you know, people that might be struggling and um, in abusive relationships here, you know, because I think no, most no. people would say, well, you need to get out of those relationships. But we're talking to people yes. here that are in relationships that have probably got issues or problems uh, that they can't get to the bottom of and they keep repeating sort of certain cycles and patterns. Is that right? That's, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. So if you are in an abusive relationship, if you are in domestic violence, any sort of narcissism, then yeah yeah that's we are not talking about those types of problems you're not supposed to stay there that is secondary the first step for them is to make sure that they are safe absolutely so what what you know if, if you've got um clients coming to you Pooja, that are actually you know really really in a dire straits not one not wanting to um actually divorce or separate from their spouse but not actually knowing what to do to change things what what's your advice to those people 
Yeah, sure. So first of all, whether to stay in marriage or to leave, it's up to an individual. However, as an energy medicine practitioner, I can test using the form of muscle testing, which is a form like as we know, subconscious mind has got all the answers what's right, what's wrong, what is in our best and highest good in near future, I can test for them what is testing best for them, whether to stay in the marriage, whether to divorce. However, if they are looking to heal certain patterns in their life, say, for example, I come across women or men who say my wife or my husband is not doing such and such things which bothers me. So that's the problem. Well, of course, there is something that needs to be fixed, not in some person, but within the relationships. We are trying to fix the pattern and not the person. Absolutely. And that's the and, distinction, isn't it, that we fail to get sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And the way we do it at Best Healing Solutions or Energy Medicine Practitioner Way is find out what is the unhealed trauma in your life. And then we heal that trauma because until we heal the, that trauma, that pattern will keep appearing in front of us because it is actually giving us some message what needs to be healed within us. That does not mean the person who is trying to heal has a problem or is supposed to be like the, you know, like there is no problem within us. The problem is the unhealed issues that we have. It could be from childhood. It could be from previous marriages or it could be from this, within the same marriage, but from like a few years back. Yeah. Or even previous relationships before marriage. That's correct. Yeah. So yeah. these are all the unhealed issues that we are talking about. So what sort of issues do you find are commonly the, the most um, ones that come up for, for your clients? Pooja. Uh, do you mean what sorts of problems do they have? Yes. I would like to give an example of a lady whom I worked with. And she came to me saying that that was her third marriage when we met. And all the three husbands had same problem. She faced the same problem with all three of them. My job was to find out why was this pattern occurring within her marriage reality. Yes. There was a block that she had went through a trauma when she was a child with her father. So my question was, what is this pattern trying to show me? Like the person who is trying to heal. I was testing for that lady. Yes. And it was, there was a message for her that she was actually trying to fix her dad. She was trying to heal her dad through her relationships. So you had to stop doing that in order to stop attracting those those problematic patterns in your marriage. Because quite often we seem to attract, you know, um, the same issues with a different partner. And like you just mentioned with that particular person, you know, yeah. that just keeps showing up. And the common denominator is yourself. If you're c c consistently attracting partners that are showing you the same sorts of negative patterns in your relationships, it's not that person who uh, has the issue, like you said, it's usually something deep within yourself that needs to be healed, isn't it? That's correct. So when we actually heal that issue, the partner will show up differently. And isn't that the truth? <laughs> and quite That's... often we find that difficult to believe because we're quite quick sometimes, aren't we, to point the finger at our partner and say, it's them, it's them, it's them. 
Yeah, yeah. It is very easy. Well, that's called the blame game and it's not going anywhere and it's not going to help either because if we focus on blame, we are going to attract more blame. But if we focus on what is this trying to show me, we are trying to heal. Absolutely. And it does take practice, listeners. You know, um, sometimes even if we're consciously aware of what it is within us that that's caused a specific issue in our relationship, whether that's a current relationship or past relationships. Um, sometimes it takes a bit of practice to get used to not slipping into the, those old thought patterns again, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there is there is a catch there, Lean, that if we have an unhealed wound, it will keep calling our name. And then we will find it difficult to even catch ourselves doing that. But once we know what that wound is or what the trauma was that we need to heal, and when we find the trauma, we also find a bunch of beliefs. So if I had to like pinpoint few beliefs for across the relationship problems, it could be, I don't deserve loving relationships. That is one belief, which is very common. Another one is, I my life has no meaning. That is another one which I have seen very commonly. So my relationships will not have any meaning either. And quite often, again, we're not even conscious that we're quite mean to ourselves in, in this context and um, have those beliefs, you know, unless we, you know, make the effort to get some help from a, from a coach or a counsellor. And actually, yes. they, they ask the right questions and it, you actually have those aha moments, I call them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Light bulb moments. Yeah, perfectly said. Yeah. So what what actually happened within that specific example that you gave in regards to that woman's relationship going forward? How did that change? So we worked on her traumas that she had. She actually came in with a relationship problem, but we actually worked on the trauma that she had from her lifetime. And we worked on setting boundaries. Like there were certain things that she needed to do, say no to a certain things, communicate a certain things in a certain manner, like you, she had to be firm. And what she said to me when we were done with few sessions was the shift that she was seeing that her husband would never ever seek her opinion for anything that he did. So what changed was she wanted to buy a home for a very long time, which was a home for just for themselves and not a family home. So she was able to buy her own house. She wanted to work. So she got herself a job. These were the two things which happened on her life area but there were another two health benefits that she said she was having because she had severe knee problems. And when I tested into her field, the knee problems were to do with the energy of the relationship that she was carrying within her knees, which was like, I don't want to move forward in this relationship or life. So her legs were literally doing that for her. So these are the three things that she came back to me and I was pleased and humbled to share that journey with her wow that's fantastic because i don't think most people are aware that usually that any illnesses or aches and pains or disease well look at the word disease for a start it's pronounced as this ease and usually it's the stresses and pressure in our relationships or just in life in general that create that response in our body which is symptoms of illness isn't it 
absolutely yeah i have seen this time and time again that these symptoms uh, are actually trying to tell you something i can't tell you how many times i have come across men and women who have got back issues this is very common in people suffering from like lack of support from their relation like yes. partner yeah yeah so this is very common. i'm not saying all the back problems are related to relationships but when there are problems in relationships it will usually manifest as back pains or neck pains because that's the support system that we have our relationships isn't it so the body is now taking it literally and the back hurts or the spine hurts saying that your relationship is not supporting me in a way that i want so interesting it's, it's really fascinating once you delve on this um personal growth personal development journey into what actually um can be created in terms of <laughs> quite often self-created in terms of any illnesses or problems or aches and pains that we get yeah yeah i was amazed myself when i realized that illnesses could also be related to relationships how amazing is that isn't it <laughs> And like you say, once you start unpeeling the the layers of the onion, so to speak, and asking the right questions of clients and getting to the root cause rather than um, allowing them to get into the blame game and, uh, you know, pointing the finger at their past or, or current spouse, um, that, you know what, you, you actually gain not only a better relationship, but better physical, mental and emotional health benefits as well. That's absolutely correct, because all the problems that we ever face are just the tip of the iceberg, and there is more to it. And when, when I say more, I mean to say the causes. So we don't want to look at the symptoms, but we want to look at the causes. So key, so key, and uh, you know, a massive, fascinating topic. So what do you do specifically when you say you uh, test, you know, could you give us an example of how you test in this particular podcast uh, if somebody was to come to you how you would test what what might be the underlying issues well there are two ways that we could start people either come to me with their health issues and then this is how their body is showing me that there is something wrong either with relationship or job or anything because everything is interconnected there is a, it is not like, like, you know, it is not isolated. No problem is isolated. Yeah. Everything is interconnected. So it could be either health problem to start with, or it could be a relationship issue, depending on which one is severe. They come to us. And then I just do the testing, meaning I ask the person or their body or their field, like, what is it that it needs? So the belief is, Lynn, that a body is made to heal itself. If it is not healing, there is something blocking. Now, these blocks could be physical in nature, as in something you have eaten, something you have smelled, like toxins or chemicals, or it could be something like a pathogen, virus or bacteria, or it could be a non-physical field, such as an emotion, trauma, belief or intention. So, I just test to find out what is blocking either person's relationship. For this example, I would say for this lady, I tested what is blocking. Um, um, just to refer her, I would say Sonia. Let's say her name is Sonia. What is blocking Sonia's relationships right now? I just test with the help of muscle testing. And is it something physical? 
is this a pathogen or is this a non-physical field? In her case, I got it's a non-physical, it's a trauma, age five, something to do with father. So quite a lot of our audience won't know what muscle testing is. Can you just explain what that means? Yeah, sure. So um, we all have known for a very long time the concept of subconscious mind, which is controlling 95% of our life. And it has stored everything from the time we conceive till the time we are right now. It has got all the information. It has got information even beyond our beings, isn't it? We sometimes intuitively know that I knew this was going to happen. That's all subconscious. Now, our subconscious has all the answers, but how do we access that? That is through the way of muscle testing. It's also known as applied kinesiology where you are actually asking your body what is going on for you, which time zone you are right now. So that this is the way we access. Muscle testing is the way we access the bodily information. So fascinating and interesting, isn't it? So yeah. Is that through a process of questions or through, um, and, and what what does that actually involve, you know, in terms of when you're asking those questions, how 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 are you expecting the body to respond in in that specific situation that you you gave as an example? That is such a great question, Lean, and I'm glad you brought that up. The way I ask uh, the subconscious mind or the body or the field of a person is through a series of questions. Those questions are a yes or a no question. So I want to ask, say, for example, Sonia. Is there something blocking her relationships? Yes or no? If I get a yes, you ask a further question. Uh, what is blocking? I want to know what's blocking. Is this something physical? No. Is this something biological or pathogen? Yes or no. Is this something non-physical? Yes or no. Depending on the answers you get, you narrow down your questioning. This is, is how that a, a verbal answer or is that a bodily response that you, you're looking for? No, I'm actually using myself as a surrogate and I'm testing myself. So I'm looking for a strong response. If I get a strong response, it's a yes. If I get a weak response, it's a no. So she's not actually verbally answering those questions herself. You're, you're tuning in to her energy in, in some way? Yes, yes. She is not the one answering because... She is the one who wants to know what her body wants, if you know what I mean. So this is where my skills lie in muscle testing. And that is what muscle testing is used for, to find the answers, which is in the body. So these are neither my answers nor her answers. I am using myself as a surrogate for her because I'm doing it over the phone. But these answers are coming from her body, her field, her subconscious and the divine. Wow. Right. So you're intuitively picking up on her energy and what her body's speaking to you in a, in a way rather than her logical mind, what, what that might want to say. That's correct. And then once I so this is I, I talk it out loud. It's not I'm doing it with, within myself. She can hear me while I'm doing the session. And if there is something that will resonate with her, her subconscious mind will straight away send her to that incident and she will come up oh yes when I was age five this and this happened my father said this and this was the situation in the home at 
at that point. Well, now not everyone will remember what happened at age five, but if they have heard from their parents, they will know. Or if, and it's not necessary that it will be age five, it could be higher ages as well. Like say, for example, in her case, she had this issue with her father because her father actually left home and he never returned. So till date, it is more than 10 years and they don't know whether he's alive. They don't know whether he even exists or they don't know where he is. So that was the issue that he was she was trying to solve with her father. And she was doing it through her relationships. And so I don't suppose that most people realize that they equally contribute to any issues in their relationships. You know, that we quite often want to say it's our spouse's fault, but quite often if we actually examine the underlying causes, we yeah. are the common denominator. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we have to own how are we contributing to any issues that arise. Yeah, absolutely. We have to understand the way we have blockages in our relationship or anything we want in life. Similarly, our spouse have them as well. And when two, two different types of traumas come together, it's not going to be functional. So I always say, even for my personal relationships, till, till date, even though I have cleared blockages, there is something that will come up for healing. It's not that we don't argue or something like that. We do have fights, we do argue. But then I'm thinking, how can I keep my side of the street clear constantly? That's a great question to ask ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than uh, feel resentment towards our partner, it's it's asking ourselves that question you know, how something like, how am I contributing to this? Because you know, like you said quite rightly, you know, our body knows the answers. Yeah, absolutely. And I would like to take away the I from the statement because it's not me, it's my unhealed trauma. Right. So I will put the blame on that. And if you knew what that was, it's easier to deal with. So we're not blaming ourselves as well because that's not going to help either. No, no, no. It's, it isn't about blame because you don't know what you don't know. Until yeah. you do, <laughs> basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we are all finding answers. We live and we learn. And it's all okay. Absolutely. So uh, I feel that we need to reassure the audience if you're finding that you're having relationship issues, then you know, don't don't think this is about blaming yourself. Like you said, it's more about uncovering what is the root cause that's from our past, whether that's recent past or or childhood past. That, that's contributing to this situation yes absolutely yeah yeah and the the last thing i would i like to add is like even if you are in a narcissist relationship then you whether you are in a narcissist relationship or you are trying to change certain patterns in your relationship so for a wide range of audience the last thing is like don't fight or go against your situation just understanding where you are right now and what is the next immediate step that will help you get a closer to get closer to what you want in life. This is how I would think. Thank you so much. So Pooja, what is your best contact information for any of the audience that would like to get in touch and connect with you uh, and probably explore this issue in more depth? Yeah, sure. Um People can contact me at www.energymedicineforselfhealing.com. Thank you so much. And any final words of wisdom around this issue of unblocking our blocks in, in relationships and 
the he how to heal uh, any issues in general yeah uh, i think the first step as you rightly said was catching ourselves and like if you catch yourself that is half the job done like finding out uh, what is it that i am doing and the second thing is um, that i would like to add is don't go too hard on yourself just take it easy we need to be more kind to ourselves because quite often yeah. you know um we're we're walking around with those thoughts that we're not good enough and if we're not good enough then we we won't be loved and um we're not even consciously aware that we're projecting that energy out into the world and out into our relationships are we no yeah that's true that's true one last thing that i would like to give to the audience is the trauma code so we normally give a code at the end of the session uh, to our clients i would like to give away the trauma code which you can add to wherever you would like to add link so that they can see and it's just uh, you read that trauma code uh, if you think that something was coming up for you to heal that will help you feel better excellent so we'll add that into our show notes so thank you so much that's been a really fascinating conversation pooja thank you for your insights and wisdom and for sharing your examples thank you lynn for having me and um i am pleased to be here <laughs> Okay, so that just leaves me to say, listeners, that true love starts with opening our hearts. And until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group, Two Hearts Entwined, or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn, or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts entwined.com Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.